Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Nerdy AF. I am Finch, and this is... Kayla. And we have yet another episode. Our guest on this podcast is James, uh, goes by Ryro Studios. Most of you probably are at least aware of him and his work. If not, go give him a follow. We had a fantastic conversation, but... Before we get into the episode, we've got a pretty awesome announcement to make in that I thought that come WonderCon, I was going to be going solo, but the Comic-Con gods have smiled upon us, and now I am not. Yes. Uh, thank you, Comic-Con gods, for... I really don't know what was in the air. I think we manifested it with all of our shit-talking, but things got switched around out externally. So I am able to go to Comic-Con now, uh, WonderCon. It's funny. I was able to go, then I wasn't able to go, and now I'm able to go again. And everything's always last minute. This has been the, like the craziest shit show, scatterbrain stuff in my life. But everything is good, and I'm very excited to be able to make it there. So if you guys listened to our last episode, there was talks about having a cardboard cutout of me to make sure that I had the full experience. <laughs> Um, you know, living through them, but I get to bring my actual real body. So I'm really excited to be in WonderCon or at WonderCon and in California. We are having a lot of plans moving forward, what we're going to do there, what we're going to eat. It's, it's going to be a freaking blast. Absolutely. And th for those of you who don't know, WonderCon is in Anaheim and we are beyond thrilled to be doing this. Um, if you're going to be there, by all means, DM us, look us up. We're going to be going around. We're going to be interviewing a lot of cosplayers, taking and filming a lot of the content, a lot of the stuff we run into. Um, so if you want to be a part of that, by all means, reach out to us and we'll, we will arrange a time and uh, figure out you know, how we're going to do that. But it is going to be a blast. I feel like there's going to be a lot of food because we're both big foodies. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're going to get to try in and out for the first time. So, oh, wait, you know, you have had In-N-Out. Yeah, we Correct. found that out recording this episode. I thought we were both <laughs> In-N-Out virgins. Turns out just I am. Um, and I'm ready because I've been told for the longest time, like, oh, the big debate about what's better, In-N-Out and Five Guys. Well, after having five guys for the first time, it's not going to take a lot to top that. So <laughs> we're going to do it. Um, but yeah, we got an Airbnb reserved. We've got flights booked. We've got tickets bought. And this thing is happening. And I'm just like beyond thrilled. Agreed. Yeah. So it's going to be a super fun time. We have plans to, um, Finch is still going to be going to C2E2. And then, so that's where my pl plans did kind of change where instead of going to C2E2, I am doing WonderCon instead now. So that does give me some openings now in Florida to go to MegaCon. So for any of my, uh, Florida people here, uh, feel free to reach out to me because I'll be doing that solo. Finch will be doing C2E2 solo, so we can reach out to either of us or just to our main page. Uh, we still want to try to get some content in or just maybe having some good conversations. We might not necessarily do interviews, but we still will probably document everyone's cosplays, the things that we think are cool. And then we plan to do kind of recap episodes together and kind of show each other the footage. Yeah, 100 um, percent. It's going to be a busy it's going to be a busy month. For yes. uh, both of us in March, um, a lot of con going, and that's great because we haven't gotten to do one since Dragon Con. So, yes, it is absolutely 100% time to get the ball rolling on that. Um, but on to this episode, we've got James, uh, like I said earlier, goes by Ryro. We got to meet him. We both knew him, but we got to meet him for the first time at Dragon Con. He was part of the interview we did, the Comic-Con catch-up for Dragon Con, which you can see on our YouTube um, and he's a really great guy, does a lot of innovative stuff. And I felt like we had a really great conversation. 
Yes, we did. And actually, it was your first time meeting him. I got to meet That's him right. earlier, which, yes. you know, it's a funny story kind of going back into it. The first time I or the first person I actually got to really talk with and have a good connection with was Ryro because he found me, I think, on the Explore page or something, or I found him. I think he reached out to me saying like, oh, you're from St. Louis, because that's when I was living in St. Louis. So we, and we talk about that a little bit. We were literally only, I think like 10, 15 minutes away from each other. So me kind of getting into the scene, I had very little followers and it was so cool to kind of see a creator that was local who, who made a point to kind of get to know me and talk to me a little bit. And it was inspirational because my first thing I did was an Iron Man helmet. He's obviously really well known for all that stuff too. So it was, it was cool to kind of see his process going into it. And then I got to meet him and, and all the other guys that he's kind of associated with, um, like Daniel Colt, um, at the first Kansas City Comic Con that I went to back in, that like 2021? I don't remember. Um, I think so. Or 20, I don't know. Anyway, it, it was a lot of fun. So I, I'm really excited to, you know, keep moving forward. And, you know, he we had a great, great chat. Meeting him at um, Atlanta was was fun too, and then with Daniel having that, they're they're like literally they're like us. The dynamic duo is just like peas in a pod, peanut butter and jelly. You don't really think of them without each other. So that that was really cool to kind of see them in action together. For sure. And in this episode, we got into a lot of the, uh, of course, the cosplay stuff, the 3D printing, um, the journey he went through starting his first Iron Man suit and EVA foam, and then moving on and. If you are not familiar with his Instagram, go check it out because he's done some incredibly cool stuff. Variant cell shading, zombie. I mean, his zombie Iron Man is just like freaking badass. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs one, because unfortunately he is a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Uh, but, you know, to each their own. You can't fix everybody. Um, but with that being said, I do want to apologize to Kayla and to the fans <laughs> because both him and I being sports fans, like towards the end of it, we like launched into this like whole sports discussion and going back and forth and talking about the past, a past travesty of my beloved Chicago bears. Um, but other than that, it was all in good fun. Even if Kayla did glaze over for a while. I got to learn. And, you know, we already talked about it beforehand, but it was like a dig, dig, <laughs> a double ding, double dong, double doink, <laughs> the dingy, doink. <laughs> uh something it's something sexual sounding um <laughs> that they tried to explain to me in dead ass you might see me zoning out just going huh and then he made the sound and i came back to life and like oh what was that um so I, I learned something about sports but you can see me kind of glancing around the room adhd kicking in and like uh, daydreaming so again if if you guys are also doing that uh no worries <laughs> You're absolutely right. It was absolutely 100% something sexual because we all got fucked. Um, all of us <laughs> in Chicago. So yes, 100%, 100%. Um, but we had a great time. Uh, we want to thank all of you for being along on this journey with us. And we're going to just get into the episode. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, let's get nerdy AF. When you go to the Midwest, you don't even know what you're yeah, yeah, you can't because weren't they gonna weren't uh weren't you gonna take your boyfriend ice fishing when you were like back in Minnesota? And now it's yes. like you're not getting the full experience because if your nose her hairs aren't like freezing to the inside of your nostrils, then you're not really ice fishing. I know literally it was like last week too, where I'm like, this is this will be the full experience. But yeah, it was supposed to be ice fishing, we're gonna go snowmobiling, we're gonna have like almost the full experience. 
<clears throat> um, and I am going to make sure that the first thing he eat, well, not the first thing, but within a 48 hour period is Casey's pizza. No, first so, thing. See, my mom's going to get mad and then she's going to be like, you ruined your appetite. That is the full experience. <laughs> That's yeah. true. He's going to, yeah, we're going to gain five to 10 pounds on this trip because my and, mom's a food pusher. And mom's mad at you. That's yes. part of the Midwest experience. Like, yeah. that's just all there is Casey's to it. Pizza, like the gas station pizza? Yes. Oh. It's so good. You have to, the thing is though, you have to make sure you order it and not just get the stuff that's ready because otherwise it's just always dry and gross, but it's like, it's greasy. It clogs the arteries, but it's actually like, it's more of a thinner one and it's, it's good. It's better than Emo's by, by far. By far. I am not an advocate for Emo's. I will not. <laughs> I will not. The, like there's a three, one, four burger and it is the, like the monstrosity of like a disaster and i'm not even gonna go into it because i got sick last time i ate a 314 burger because the patties are emo pizza slices oh god oh Oh my god the only thing that i enjoyed food wise that st louis is known for is toasted ravioli that shit smacks st louis is known for that yes yeah oh wow okay Mm-hmm. yeah i know and i found like a frozen thing of it here and i was like literally almost dropped to my knees in the aldi grocery store i was like whoa they weren't that great um nothing compared to the stuff that you can get there but it was as close as i could get yeah my comfort food yeah for sure i fully fully 100 recommend um casey's breakfast pizza like mm-hmm. throw down a couple slices of that and within like three hours it's better than like colon prep like it yes. just it just <laughs> right through you it takes care of everything 100 percent. colon prep that's white castle that's me like if, <laughs> if i have if even just like it's not like a few beers and i crave white castle i have to be completely shit-faced drunk i'm like you know what a crave case sounds like the right idea and it never is and <laughs> it's the next three days the house smells like the terrible what is it like refried onion it's not even like onion and pickle that, yeah and it's just like <laughs> nauseating yeah and i you know for as old as i am like i had white castle for the first time a year ago and now i get it like 100 like what you're saying because my wife was like we were driving in indiana and she's like oh no we gotta have white castle i've had white castle since i was a kid so we got like what was it like a box of just like turd sliders they throw at you <laughs> and yeah. we had like a six hour drive home and like I shoved like a few of those down. I'm like, man, these are actually pretty decent. And then within like an hour, I'm like, we need a truck stop. Mm-hmm. We need a truck stop. Like, holy crap. That is also colon prep. Yes. It's good though, too. That's something that you can find in St. Louis. Otherwise, the, the alternative, and I think slightly better version of it is Crystal. Um, but I, it depends on who you are and what your preference is. It's, it's very much regional, but they do the same thing. Yeah. yeah, that's how you make like a six hour drive, like a 12 hour drive. And that's how you make like a decent, like mellow, okay, like I can handle this drive. So, like, let's add a little drama into this, right? <laughs> let's <laughs> literally spice it up. <laughs> oh, what a, yeah. I don't know. Why, why did we start this whole thing with just terrible food to put in your body? Like I said, we don't script anything. It's just whatever. Like, that, yeah. that, that's, that's where it goes. Um, our foodies. Yeah, big time. The um, and she's the dietitian, and she like sits there and like lectures me about what I'm eating while she's shoveling hot garbage in her mouth, and I'm just like, like I'm a dietitian. You shouldn't eat that. Let's go to fucking Chick Fil A. <laughs> oh it's all about portion control. <laughs> I don't know. Those words don't belong together at all. No way. 
Um, but to, on to serious though, um, it, like James, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. Yeah, you had a post the other day on Instagram that I loved, where you like showed like your first suit that you did versus the most recent one, and I thought that was like one of the coolest posts on Instagram I'd ever seen because I, I feel like far too often people who get into anything judge themselves too harshly too quickly you know, and don't give themselves the time to evolve and experiment and, you know, kind of like hone their craft. Um, what's your feeling on the whole process of like where you started versus where you are now? I, I don't know, because it like, even, even to this day, like I still have like my first ever like Iron Man helmet. Right. And it's like a EVA foam bill with like a Jagger. Like I use like a Jagger just rubbed up exacto knife. Right. So that the edges aren't sharp and like, it's just one of those things I hold on to it because like that was like my first one, right? It's like my first true love. So when I kind of see like how far I've developed and how far I've grown, it's just like a different world for like, let's say someone that's just starting out, like has a lot of these like newbies. And I, I don't use that as like a bad way. Like all these newbies that are starting off are hitting the ground running. Like I'm seeing so many new builders that like start with like a, a top-notch you know model they have the right printers and i'm not jabbing any printers that i started with because they i like like the family dollar tree of like 3d printers i started with all those and so people are just starting off like on the the right side of things i wouldn't say like everyone's like right i mean everyone's right in their own way but um just seeing how far i've developed and grow is like that's like from when that photo was taken up until like my most recent build i mean you're looking at like three and a half years and so uh like it's crazy because like it took me forever just to put that eva phone build together of the mark 85 and then i can crank out like a, a mark 85 in like three months like no problem and like and i say that and you have like oh i gotta get my all these builds the back and like my <laughs> wife loves them by the way so i got suits five and six that you can't see but i mean it, it's crazy because i've always put myself at like a different level always try to like better myself and i don't try to compare myself to others but let's be honest we all do it right so um i think like having a little bit of being involved with everything having a lot of different concepts involved has really like helped me grow into like where i am today so um and it's crazy because like i've always hated the mark 85 until recently and it's because i've had i've had that that personal like vendetta because like i never finished that first mark 85 you know so it's like uh you know just i hate i hate anything mark 85 it's the most common built suit but i get it now because it is a lot of people's favorite so mm -hmm. yeah and it's phenomenal i didn't i is that um because all those suits you have is just phenomenal is that your bedroom by the way no so this is like my my guest bedroom slash like workspace so i work from home um and then with with that being said my wife does too uh so anytime like i have to like do what i need to do with my real job um i'll be stacked away over here and you know in real life i don't have a lot of friends so like anytime that someone comes over it's a nerd paradise in here like i can rent out an airbnb no problem here but 
my mo- my mother-in-law stays in here half the time when she comes and visits and watch the boys and she hates this room i mean you got iron zombies staring down at her like she's like it creeps me out i'm like that's that's somebody's like nerd paradise right there. yeah someone would pay for that experience <laughs> right and so and especially like i'm like uh strategic about it like I'll have like all the helmets pointed, like whichever side of the bed, like someone's gonna sleep on. Yeah, I am uh, that kind of guy. So twisted. But that was my first thought too. I was just like, imagine just waking up and seeing like Iron Zombie just staring at you and be like, well, what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of people like they come over, they become numb to it pretty quick. Like even my oldest toddler, or I guess kid, he's four now. he was scared of it at first and then uh once i started putting on the suit and he realized like it was like not real um he got used to it and then i started doing like the the zombie heads uh with like kind of like what i was going for and he's over there like cuddling with like uh zombie crap at bed and it's like it's like one of my favorite zombie builds because it's so gory and fleshy and um yeah he loves it and he's not a Captain America fan at all. He's a Spider-Man fan. So, mm-hmm. That's, so what drew you to um, work? Like, because I know that the Iron Zombie was like a really big build for you, and it's kind of like switching directions. Um, what kind of drew you to the whole the zombie aesthetic? Because I know like What If had I think been coming out around that time, so I'm not sure if that's what drew it to you, or if there's this was something that you were interested in for a while. You know, I. I really like to think outside the box. Like I've always been known as like the person that will always question everything. Like I always like to swim upstream. I always kind of like go against the grain in, in a lot of different ways. So like last, when was it? I guess, wow, time flies by. It was like 2021, that Halloween. And, you know, we're in the midst of COVID and we didn't know how Halloween was going to be, right? Like. I thought that was going to be like that first Halloween where things felt normal. Boy, was I wrong. So um, I was like, I had like 72 days and I wanted to crank something together. And I was like, I can't put together like a real suit in 72 days with what I was doing on the side. Um, And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do a shortcut. I'm going to do something that no one's really done yet. I mean, I've seen helmets before. Fun fact, Digital Armory had like the first Iron Zombie. And technically it's Mysterio's Iron Man illusion if we want to get technical. But like Iron Zombie is just stuck because like, I guess people don't like saying big words or like long words. So so Iron Zombie stuck. Um, Digital Armory, before I actually followed him on Instagram, found out on a Reddit thread. And I was like, you know what? that is going to inspire me inspire me to do iron zombie uh so instead of sanding parts i was melting i was literally taking like a a flame torch and melting pieces off and you know i would sand a little bit of the main areas and yeah in 72 days i was able to actually put together a suit in less than 40 and then really just adding a bunch of random aesthetics to it experimenting with like even like the rafts that we use for 3D printers, I was just shoving it in like open voids in the suit and then melting it and then pulling it apart. And then, you know, lo and behold, we have uh, a legit suit that kind of like really pushed a lot of boundaries. And so, and seeing like some of the other guys, like I've seen models being done to where like 
mysterious Iron Man illusion like is like the template because what I would do is I would mold together a few different modelers works and then make it like essentially my own um but yeah seeing all the different molds I've seen a few iron zombie suits being made uh which is which is really cool because like I originally thought that was going to be like my my thing and it still is like people know me for it but yeah it's it's crazy because like I did that because I was rushing something and that became like my platform for a little bit. And now it's, uh, well, I guess, I guess it's disco if I ever finish, finish it. So it's a, it's a love hate battle with that one, but I want that one to be my legacy. So. Yeah. I, and I love that. I mean, I think, uh, however long it's been now, that was like the, the first thing that drew me into following you on Instagram as I think somebody had shared a picture of it. And I was like, that's like, I like no disrespect to anybody, but like, I've seen a shit ton of Iron Man suits at this point. Right. This was like something that was wholly original. Like that is just like, whoa. And like the, the addition with the, the Captain America shield in the chest. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's just like, yeah, I mean, that is just, that is just freaking badass. That looks so cool. I even like looking at it in the background there behind you. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about that suit still like to this day i can make it more fleshy i can have like you know it's like um like a pimp your ride like build your barbie dream set right so i can pick <laughs> all the parts apart like the chest like i have different variants of that suit like i have i call it, like the civil war variant which is like the you know the heavily battle damaged uh helmet from civil war and you know that chest or that that chest piece with the the shield across it it was just like a night before a photo shoot, I was like, how can I, like, one-up this? Like, how can I have different bells and whistles involved? And, yeah, I mean, what's great is Johan has a phenomenal Mark 46. And he has a lot of great designs. But that 46, I personally, I'm going to stir some controversy. But the Mark 46, I think, is the perfect complement of, like, all everything involved with Iron Man and the MCU. I like and it and the 46 is not my favorite suit and I like I have to agree like that has to be like the most aesthetically pleasing suit because it's got like such a muscular build but it's still mechanical mm-hmm. so yeah I I personally like down the road I think doing a clean mark 46 is in the books but um yeah I'm completely content with that hunk of shit right there so <laughs> I agree 100%. Like the Mark 85, <laughs> excuse me, I get it. Um, and I'm not saying that I dislike it, but it feels a little bit too fluid and organic. Whereas just like you said, like you go back to like that, that still looks like the mechanical, functional, like optimized Iron Man suit. I think, and I agree with you 100%. I think to this day, it's still one of my favorites. Yeah. And then you got to look at, I mean, that Mark 85 really like pushed me to the point where I was like, wow, I'm fucking like out of shape. Like I had to suck in certain parts and I'm like, damn, that is tight. Like um, when I put on that suit for that big photo shoot, um, I was like in the best shape I had been in in like two years. And then uh, went to the Bahamas right after that, came back, tried to put on the suit. It's like, damn, I really can't gain two more pounds because in Atlanta, I had the Mark Seven, the cell shade. Uh, that was that was tough. And like you saw, you guys saw me in Atlanta. I lost eight pounds just wearing 
the three different Iron Man suits around in Atlanta, and Atlanta was unforgiving. I mean, it was great for me to lose that weight, but I sweated through so much clothing. It was disgusting. And yeah, I mean, that was a reality check because from essentially like Labor Day, so that whole event of Atlanta, so like Labor Day weekend or week, up until like the Mark 85 suit up was like when I really had to like step my game up, get back in the gym, uh, proper diet. I only dedicated to drinking once, like once a week. Not that I'm saying like, oh, I, I have a drinking problem, but uh, my mulligan is like, I have a 24 hour like grace period. And like, I'm a diehard cheese fan, thanks knows. Like, man, it, it's been a great time for, for me to be a cheese fan, which, you know, obviously segue to my, my latest variant of the Mark Seven, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's crazy. It, it kind of can be competitive when it comes to trying to fit into the suits with your with yourself. Like I know um, there was some talk to like in the I think the Iron Idiots or maybe it was just like a couple of them and other people were really jumping on the fitness train around con time to try to like prepare and you know get into the fitness parts of it too. So. Yeah, it's, it's not easy to always fit in a suit. And I feel like when it comes to something 3D printed, it's not, especially a whole suit, not forgiving at all, um, which kind of, <laughs> we're going to ask the infamous question that we always ask okay. is, how was your bathroom experience when it comes to wearing a suit like that? I'm glad this is Republic. I have a crazy, like crazy, like, I guess like, how like workflow essentially like i i have to go through a whole process essentially and kayla you might judge me for this because like i will i will freaking starve myself i won't drink as much fluids as i possibly can okay so without giving too much info away so like i work from home right so um i'm forever ruined because i can go to the bathroom whenever i'm i'm so convenienced by that and it's funny because when I first like met the guys in Vegas the first time around, they're like, hey, you use the bathroom a lot. I'm like, <laughs> I really do. I'm talking about like every 30 minutes. We're at a casino. Yeah, we're at a casino. I'm like, hey, I got to go take a leak. And they're like, again? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's that bad. So after that trip, I learned to kind of train myself. But uh, essentially, let's say – like three days prior to me suiting up, like literally three days prior, I make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm drinking plenty of fluids and I can hold it. Right. And then I am like, as far as like my food portions, I like to eat, like I'll eat like six big meals a day. Um, but then I'll even break it down to where it's like 12 light, like light meals, even snacks will be considered like a light meal. So I'll break that all that down to where I'm kind of snacking throughout the day. Um, and then as far as like leading up that 24 hours, I won't have any liquid. All I'll do is like two liquid IVs and like 64 ounces of water. And that's it. Um, so when you see me in person and I look like I'm sick, it's <laughs> dehydrated. My face is pale or flushed. And, uh yeah, I'll go through that. Like in like uh, day of cons or whatever, like I'll always pack like a granola bar, um, like strawberry granola bars um, with like the little fruits in them. 
or a godsend. And then, like I said, I'll have a liquid IV um, in, a, in a water bottle too. And I'll, I'll be sipping on that through the day. But yeah, I, I try to be really disciplined once it gets to that point because, I mean, I, I was a college athlete too, or I was an athlete growing up and I was a college athlete. And so like being kind of disciplined in your craft, like I'm, I'm pretty stubborn about it. So there'll be times where like, Dan's like, hey, dude, you need to drink something. Like, I can't. Like, I, I gotta, like, I gotta stay in this. I gotta be fine. And I'll be honest, I can't even fart in an Iron Man suit. Like, I'll crop up. <laughs> I did it in Vegas and I almost threw up. I was like, I can't even, I gotta hold it in because that stuff just like, and so, like, anyone that's done an Iron Man cosplay or anything that's just like, you're just so trapped, right? They know that feeling. Like no one, no one talks about it, but I think we need it because it, it's bad. But uh, yeah, anyways, I'm like, I can't even do that. So um, that's, that's so much training. We, we've talked to a lot of Iron Man people or people who have like full embodied cosplays and it's pretty much all the same. Like I'm surprised there's not a lot more like people either fainting or getting like severely like dehydrated or UTIs, you know, all the things that you could potentially get um from that because i feel like it's it's always constant i would there's probably no iron man cosplayers with ibs that's for sure i can only imagine how that would go that would be awful <laughs> yeah i mean it in reality it like if you're if you're mentally preparing for it especially going through the whole build process i think it helps a lot more but i think when like clients like buy iron man like cosplays off me and like get a commission out like like there's disclaimers I put in there because like, they're like, wow, this is tough. And like, of course, like you're, you're getting a finished product. You don't know what to really expect once you, until you get in there. Right. And then, I mean, it took up until the Mark 85 to actually have like where the, the cod piece comes off to where if I do have to go to the bathroom, I can like thankfully say like, I can go to the bathroom with this suit, but with the rest of them, I need, I need help. And it's like, I have to take off most of the suit just to go to the bathroom. If it, if it came down to that point, but I will say, um, out of all the cons I've been to, I think planet was the only one where I was like, this could get ugly. Um, <laughs> so. Good. Good answer. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that, uh, that always amazes me. And that's like, I guess, uh, and like Kayla said, we've talked to, you know, uh, several people who do the Iron Man cosplay. And I, I don't know why it never occurred to me ahead of time. Like until like somebody brought it up, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're like you're like latched in that thing. Like it's like ching, 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 ching. Like there's no like, you know, oh, there's just not like a quick release. Like, you know, yeah, area to just, you know, cod piece just woo, opens up. And go, oh, thank God. You know, yeah, that would. That'd be freaking insane. See, is is like one of those things where you always make sure like you hit the bathroom right before you put it on. Yeah, and with with that kind of like finishing off with like the the whole tradition thing. Like I'll also, uh, you know, with especially it's weird because I have such a background in like athletics and um, I have so many friends that do like competitive bodybuilding, right? And you know how like so many of them like just just drink so much alcohol before competing just to dehydrate themselves and like i'll just take like a shot too like i'll take like like one of those airplane shots and usually i'm a sucker for fireball 
last few times have been like Tito's and I'm not a big fan of Tito's, but I, I will say Tito's kind of hits the spot. Like, um, but anyways, it's like, as soon as like everything's put on besides the helmet, I'm like, where's my shot? And I'll take a shot at, you know, Tito's and, um, yeah, the, I will say the older suits are just more forgiving because yeah, that 85 is like no joke because, you know, there's plenty of 85s out there, especially cosplayers. Um, it's where they're they're in decent shape or they have a decent build to put on that suit. And yeah, for me, like I wanted to make sure the aesthetics of that suit like just made sense uh, to me personally. And you know, thankfully, like I said, it from what's it? Yeah, from 203 all the way down to last time I checked was today it was 189. Um, I felt pretty good about it. So. Now, once we're in Vegas next week, it's gonna be a different ballgame. I'm like, hey, like I, I, I can't, like I can't gain another pound, or else this suit's not gonna fit. So no white, no white castle between now and then. Oh my god! And the, there is a white castle in Vegas, and it's like a hot commodity. Which, you know, Vegas is a big melting pot of like different places, and like, um, because where we're at, like in the Midwest, like kid. Tilted kilt is still a big thing, and is like it? it's a big thing. In, yeah, it's a big thing in in Vegas and like Twin Peaks and like some of these other places. Like I'm a big in and out guy. Like so many people on the West Coast are like, it's really not that big of a deal. But I love in and out. I don't know about you guys. We're back. We're back on the food topic. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like there's so many hidden gems in Vegas because. We, we got a decent group going and it's all about budgeting. Like know, know what you're able to do. Right. And like, you can go to like, there's this place called ocean one in Vegas. And it's like the cheapest, like, like four, I would say like four star cuisine that you can get on the strip. It's unreal. I'm talking about like, uh, I'm a big sucker for like country fried steaks or like yeah. any, any sort of filet. And uh, you can get it for less than 12, 12 bucks on the strip. Mm. Yeah. Man. It's insane. Yeah. Nice trip for Nerdy AF. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're about to find out about In-N-Out. I've never had In-N-Out before. Um, it's, but it's pretty good. We're going, yeah. you've had it? I have, yes. And I had it too when I was like delirious after like a six hour plane flight. And I got there at like one in the morning or midnight or something. They were still open. So whatever time frame that was, but um, the first thing they did was they gave my friends, um, I was visiting them and they gave me an in and out t-shirt and they said, we're going to in and out. <laughs> and then we went and then they're like, here, we're going to order off the, whatever secret menu. And then like the animal style, whatever thing. Um, mm -hmm. so I got some like greased up fries and stuff, but I'm pretty sure that it went out me as soon as it went in me. Um, that it was fast, but it was delicious. No way. Oh, I ha I'm a hot girl with tummy issues. So for me, like sometimes that just happens. But yeah, it it did it did go through me very did fast. Milkshake. I feel like the milkshake is what kind of like sends it through. They're like, hey, we gotta we gotta expedite this. I didn't. I got like whatever like the they do them like three by threes or whatever they call them or whatever like it was like a triple. And then I got like the French fries. But I think there was cheese on the French fries. But I'm lactose intolerant, so there there's wow. that. I'm not, I have weak jeans. I didn't know that. I thought we were in the same boat. I'm the in and out version. That's like, that was one of the things I was looking forward to from when we're going to WonderCon and Anaheim coming up. 
Because like yeah. Brittany Ryra, I don't know if you know Captain Brett, but she like prides herself on like taking people to in and out for the first time. And that was like 100% on the list of things to do. I don't know why, for whatever reason, I thought Kayla was in the same boat as me. I'm like, oh, we're going to, Brittany's going to take us to in and out for the first time. And it's going to be freaking amazing. And I always heard like, that's like we were talking earlier. I'd heard like, there was always this controversy about how like, what's better in and out or five guys. Well, I had five guys today and I was unimpressed. So I'm like, so in and out better bring, better bring it. Yeah. And we were talking about before we started recording. Okay. So you spent over 40 bucks at five guys. Imagine yeah. this, right? Because I had to break it down for one of the guys that's falling on a budget. And, I hey, I've been to Vegas broke, right? And I've been to Vegas not broke. So um, you can get a, a double burger with fries chocolate shake for $4.88 after, after tax in Vegas. I had to look it up. Is it somebody. beef? Yeah. It's oh. Good. Think of it. I mean, it's just like uh, – I mean – Culver, like if it's steak and shake and Culver's were like in between, it's in and out, and it sucks because like steak and shake really isn't even a thing anymore. But like, I would find it as like that in between, but it's even better because like it's like service is so quick. Like as soon as you're you're ordering, it's already up because they have such a crazy like production line, and uh, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. I think we need to set up like a burger raider. Like and just like mm. have yeah. a solid, yeah, exactly. I'm sure there's one already that out there, but I would rate it a four point two. At four point two. That's what we yeah. need to do, Kayla. Is we need to start a separate podcast that's just burger reviews. It just like yeah, this this overweight guy and a dietitian go around the country trying different burgers. <laughs> I think that it. would that would be a great show though, and then we can you know video you freaking dumping half a container of sugar in your coffee, and I me just like it'd be like a scene from the office where I just like look into the camera and be like, yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know, there's a niche for that. It is insane. Like like there's people, and I know someone. But there is people that will go and like search for people eating food, like ASMR. Yeah, so it's like that's a real thing, and obviously it's like obnoxious large amounts of food, right? Just let me see a, a slightly overweight guy eat a burger and give a god, like, a god honest <laughs> good rating, right? If someone if someone told me like, oh, you know, In and Out that their double burger is a four point two, I'm like, I'm probably gonna believe that guy, you mm -hmm. know? And I'm gonna go try it out. Um, I can't, mm, here's the thing. I fucking love the Whopper jingles. I've never loved a burger so much that I would never eat ever in my life. Like I will never go out of my way and get a Whopper. I wouldn't. You know, the, the, the whole, the whole Burger King, like, um, stuck with me after the DeMar, DeMar Hamlin injury, right? Like here you, like, like here you have this game, you have this motherfucker down on the turf, might be dead. They're doing yeah. CPR on him, and ESPN's like, "This is really heartbreaking." We're gonna go to commercial. Whopper, Whopper, let's go, Whopper! <laughs> like it was like nonstop. It was, <laughs> and now I'm just like, I'm like, every time I hear, I have like PTSD. <laughs> commercial, it is so bad. <laughs> and it, it's so like it was so brawl that whole night was brawl yes. right because they didn't know how to cut in between you know fucking joe buck and troy aikman because you know everyone's tuning in for that and then if i almost felt bad for the people in the studio but like for example booger i think nailed it right like just right on the head on how like people 
initially would react. And I think that was awesome. But yeah, when you pan in from the field, nothing going on. I mean, that we can see, right? Then it's Joe and Troy just, you know, being them. And then they're like, we have nothing else to talk about. We're going to send it back to the studio. And it's like between that, back to the studio, and then playing Hot Potato, every fucking Burger King commercial. I'm like, whopper, whopper. I'm like, take a shot every time that happens. It, yeah, <laughs> you're going to have to go to the hospital. Like, that was tough. You know, and it, it made me wonder afterwards if networks aren't going to like have like a B playlist of commercials when shit goes sideways, like this is a, okay. We had a real ser- serious injury on the field. It's nothing but St. Jude's commercials for the next hour, because like if, if they're blaring whopper whopper in my face one more time, while this guy might yeah. be dead on national television, I just, yeah. I can't handle it anymore. Yeah. You throw in some St. Jude's and moon and warriors project. Yes. You're done. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> the cinematic master. <laughs> my wife cries during those commercials. So, uh, yeah, to have something that kind of like makes sense during certain scenarios. I mean, uh, so me and Frank are part of like a, a fantasy league. And like if that double and like you're a diehard Chicago fan, right? Yeah. If that double doink, double doink, right? If that happened in the Whopper and I noticed you're not as vocal in the group, but you did say something about that. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine Finch would find the nearest bridge? Because I, like a double doink and then that Whopper commercial would be, that would I would, I would have drove down to my local BK and burned that motherfucker to the ground. Like on the spot. Like when Cody Parkey hit that against the fucking Eagles when the game was in the bag. Oh my God. That was like one of the saddest sports days of my life. I swear to God. I'm sorry, Kayla. We're like totally like talking outside. I You're was like, thinking, I'm like, what's a doink? <laughs> Like, what is that and why is it double <laughs> so, no yeah imagine imagine you know a field goal post right and um and i love Nagy, but so when this kicker essentially what was it not even 28 yards out i mean yeah. something that's yeah so anyways hits it on the upper upper left of one of the the, the ends of the post and then the bottom of it so it, it had not literally no energy to go through it right so it skids the the upright on the left side and then you think it might go through and then it hits the bottom of the towards the middle and then it goes back in all right back out back in would have been a different story but back out um so that was known as the double doink and you know it's a cold january game so when it hit the the goal post twice it made that that doing like twice <laughs> That was like an added sound effect. And I know I didn't know Fink back then, but I knew for a fact (laughs) when I found out he was a Chicago fan, like, damn, that dude's still feeling it to this. That was, and you got to keep in mind, this was the playoffs. Five seconds left in the game. All the Bears have to do is kick this really short field goal. Game's over. Bears are going on to the next round. Cody Parkey goes out there, hits this thing, it hits the top bar, and it makes us. through the stadium, comes down, hits the crossbeam, and then falls back in. The game is over. Philadelphia is celebrating on the field. Mitch Trubisky's jaw is three feet below the floor. (laughs) Season over. Yeah, I'm still feeling that, like, to this day. Like, anybody, like, I get mad at Parks just because it reminds me of Cody Parkey. Like, that's (laughs) that's how ingrained it is at this point. 
And uh, since you mentioned it, how do you feel now, especially with Mahomes' dad making it like a legit confirmation that Chicago Bears were going to draft Mahomes, but had that slight injury, and then they drafted up and you know and got Trubisky because you just mentioned them. Imagine that turn of events. Imagine if like we got Trubisky and you got Mahomes, right? I would, uh, you know, to be honest, it's getting really expensive to be a Chiefs fan. I was a fan during the Matt Castle days when tickets for $9 and like, they like basically were like, Hey, come to this game. It's $9. It, I just came back from the AFC championship game. I'm like, Oh my God, you know, another championship, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not joking, but that I, you know, it's, you ever have like go through a really traumatic period in your life and you find a way to make peace with it and put it on a ship and just push it out to sea. That's the way I feel about like every past Bears administration. So the fact that we could have had Patrick Mahomes, it's a good thing we didn't. Like under that administration, his career would have been wasted in Chicago because they don't, they wouldn't have, they, they're like that ownership and everybody around it wouldn't have known what to do. They probably would have screwed around probably a year into his first season. They would have had Chicago thinking he was a terrible QB and we need to move on already. So I'm happy for Patrick Mahomes. He ended up in Kansas City and Andy Reid because that just, I, I feel like he would have been wasted in Chicago. I'm excited about Justin Fields. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it's probably better for him in the long run. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, to be honest, Mahomes didn't throw to like his first legit tight end. So like Kansas City, which is like mind blowing because I can't even name one tight end Chicago like I really couldn't Colt so, Komet, man oh yeah but yeah I don't know <laughs> things happen for a reason and I'm glad you know yeah that all didn't pan out I, I do like Fields though mm -hmm. I really do. yeah so. that's provided they're smart I'm happy that I'm not going to go into this long diatribe I really could they get the Bears their their president retired and a lot of us felt like he was the log jam for a long time because he was just a family buddy and, you know, was more concerned with what he could do in terms of selling tickets and marketing the team versus actually like spending any money and building a contender. So with Justin Fields and a really deep amount of picks coming up and a really hefty salary cap space, I'm, I'm excited for the future hundred percent. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm like none too thrilled because this, this is just the way that fantasy football works the way we went through like the majority of that season, like riding high, like in second place and then like collapse and lost four in a row at the end of the season. And like, I still don't know how I made the playoffs. And when I found I made the playoffs, I'm like, well, that sucks. I'm going to be out in the first round anyway. And I was so, but that's, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Hey, and since we're on the topic, you know, it, it's, it's building related. It, I got to give a shout out to perfect Perry. So he was the one because he, he reached out to me. He's like, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing. Would it be fun?" I was like, "Honestly, I think, I think there's enough like nerd, hobbyist, like diehard, like degenerate, like gamblers, and like NFL fans that you can make this whole thing work." And I'm, I'm glad he did. And it was funny because, you know, we had a, a group of ten guys. And of course, I'm coming in guns blazing. I'm like, I'm like, fuck you guys. Like, I'm the best. I started this season 4-0, and everyone's like, wow, like, you know, James James might have something going on here. I lose the rest of the fucking season, and I barely, I barely made it out. I was like, oh, my God, I'm literally going to win four games in a row. I lost, what, the last 
however many left were in the season, go to the toilet bowl, and I barely squeaked by because I picked up McKinnon in the last few weeks of fantasy, and boy, did I. Like, like McKinnon is, outside of everything, McKinnon has saved me more than a few times just with fantasy. And so, yeah, it, it's an awesome little group that we put together. Hope hope we can grow more into that next season with uh, more, I like, honestly, I, I was the one that sold in people out there. there this thing exists. Imagine a one-piece bikini Thanos suit. <laughs> it exists. And I, and I put it out there, and I was like, fuck, how am I going to put it out there? I'm going to be the one that wears it. And I was like, don't put it on social media. Like, you're, you're going to get ruined. Your career's done. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But I think in next year, we got to you got to really take like advantage of that for biggest loser for sure. For sure. And the one that cracked me up the most out anybody who's listening to this, who follows third dimension builds, like third dimension builds does some like amazing work. Like his, Oh, like I, I, I can't even, um, the, uh, what it's like the vision Ultron suit that he's working on now, isn't it? Oh my God, that just gorgeous. like, it looks Butter absolutely racing. gorgeous, but he, uh, for, for a long time, did these phenomenal like sports, themed sports team themed iron man helmets that are fucking crazy i mean they're just great but perry was like really trying hard to get like a 10 person league out of this fantasy football league so you're like trying to find anybody who's like does the 3d printing does that stuff and is into sports enough like dude does not watch sports at all right like doesn't know like he makes all these really cool sports where they knows nothing about sports we talked him into being into it just so we could like have another person in the league to fill the rosters out. But uh, yeah, I, that, that cracked me up. He did a good job. Well, fun fact, his kid helped him with this draft, but <laughs> his kid definitely did a good job. And it's funny because all like the shit talking that was happening was like indirectly from his kid. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can't say much back like West. And when, when I, Sorry for the confusion, but anytime I say West for anyone that's listening, it's third dimension build. So that's his nickname for me. And I think you guys knew that. But um, yeah, dude is just a saint. But I got to give him a plug too, because his Ultron, like I just finished watching One If, because I'm fangirling over his build. And like we have a group thing going on or whatever. It's like, so some of the stuff he's like sending that he hasn't posted up is just mind-boggling he's building a samus for a, a buddy of his too and that samus has got me going like wow like like wes is really putting together god-tier content and we we joke around he did a mando buzz last year for vegas and it didn't take off as much as like we would hope and so i was like man like this ultron because i have yet to see an ultron done like this Obviously, there's a few Ultrons out there, like cosplays. I'm telling you, he did the staff. He he did the cape. I mean, he took up so much different um, build backgrounds, like fabrication and all that, like something I want to dig into. And, like, he, he executed uh, phenomenally. So, um, yeah, his – man, I'm telling you. Like, we get to Vegas from Thursday and we leave Monday – like that Thursday, we're dedicating just straight shooting his content with Ultron. And like, I was like, I'm his handler. So I'm like, hey, like, I just rewatched What If. So I don't know what, what <laughs> I'm going to put you 
Cleveland. Yeah. So he's excited. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. And I'm when, excited. When is um the Las Vegas one again? So that is technically the that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's 17th, 18th, and 19th. 19th. Okay, gotcha. Isn't that yeah. when um Quantumania comes out? The 17th? Yeah, Quantumania? well, so it comes out a little bit early here, so I might watch it that Wednesday, like when I'm still in town. That Thursday night, there's a one of the kino- casinos has a movie theater, but it's already like fully booked. But mm. it's one of those things where, I mean, we all know it. The there's always going to be a spoiler before we even get to the movie theater, before we can even purchase the ticket. I mean, I've already seen a few theories out there. It, it sucks because like when you are a content creator or if you are on social media, like you have to be on social media, but anytime it's like, I gotta like have tunnel vision. Like if I'm on my explore feed, I'm like, okay, I can only see like this half of the screen because I know something's like, <laughs> if, if I see Ant-Man, if I see Paul Rudd, I'm like, okay. But if I see Paul Rudd in the chief's Jersey, I'm like, I-, I can watch that. <laughs> Other than that, it's so tough. What was it? Um, Black Panther 2, I, I saw a few snippets that, that got ruined for me. And then Doctor Strange 2, um, surprisingly enough, No Way Home, which had a lot of, like, I guess you could say spoilers that we could leak through. I didn't see any of it. So I don't know if I just wasn't on social media that week, but it was refreshing going to the movie theater and be like, wow, that really threw me off. And that was the last time a movie has, I would say, thrown me off. There's no way home. I don't know about you guys, but that that one kind of took me. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like the fan base, too, did a really good job at trying to protect from spoilers being leaked out because they knew how important that first experience would be. Kind of like, I think they did that kind of with like Endgame as well. Um, But I can't really remember because that that was a long time ago. But yeah, that that was so good. All I knew is that I felt like they were going to have the reveal of all the Spider-Man Spider-Men's Spider-Man. I don't know how to say that plurally, but um yeah. Spider Boys. Spider Boys. <laughs> um I I absolutely love that. And I cried. I cry at every movie, I'm realizing. Yeah. <laughs> I need to rate them. Documentary about <laughs> lawn mulch and Kayla's just like God, it's so, it's like, so deep. Did that movie have a lot of crime points? I know the whole MJ falling, like that hit me. I sobbed. <laughs> Yeah, that was tough. Ugly crying. Yeah. No Way Home, I'm still a little bitter about it. That got ruined for me ahead of time. Um, Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen too terribly often, but there are times where it has happened where somebody who is a fan of either my previous podcast, um, I'll just say the previous podcast, thankfully it hasn't happened 30 AF yet. They will go see a movie like any of those Marvel ones, like premiere, like like they'll go to midnight showing. And then they DM me like they're giving me some kind of fucking scoop. And then I'm like, <laughs> you freaking a-hole. Like, I haven't seen the movie. Like, I just see a message on Instagram. Like, oh, what's this? Bro, Maguire's in it. Garfield's in it. And I'm like, thanks, Dick. You know? Rude. <laughs> like, yeah, what do you think I'm going to do? Hop on the air and let dozens of people know? Like, <laughs> what the hell? People, people just love getting off on them. I just like... I think even Marvel, because like if you, what was it? Like the AFC Championship, they they put together like a, a pretty long snippet of the trailer for Ant Man three, and I'm like watching it. I was like, well, okay, like I I know the movie now. Like this is like 
if Spark Notes were to put a movie together, like that was it. I'm like, like I of course like the more emotional, monumental parts of like the movie, you know, you want to feel that. But I'm over here like I got like I got everything I need from Ant Man three. I still am going to watch it regardless. But um, yeah, I think even then Marvel just gives away too much. Like I think someone that doesn't dissect movies as much as like my friends like i mean even in the the fantasy group like some of the guys like really break it down like dude it is not that deep like i was like my four-year-old kid loved it like he was ecstatic (laughs) and then like like ryan my oldest he thought iron heart was like another iron man i was like technically it is and like that's all you really need i mean yeah it looked like bumblebee but that's that that's my power ranger bumblebee exactly yeah well and what cracks me up the most is the um the theories ahead of time like legit go to like youtube and type in like end game theories of like videos that people posted their theories about end game before end game came out and they're like 95 percent wrong like totally (laughs) wrong so when people get all hyped up just for marvel oh i think this is gonna happen i'm like "Eh, tone it down chief like just wait till yeah. the movie comes out go see it and enjoy it and then we'll talk about it afterwards but i'm not going to get myself all wrapped up in it prior to well because you guys know i'm america's sweetheart so i like to troll every now and then <laughs> so i i will always post like on on marvel stuff i'm i'm like mephesto confirmed like i will always go <laughs> on the post i'll put my little snippet there and then of course anyone after is like oh like ralph boner like they get it right and so that that is me like if if i am gonna put like my two cents in like especially when marvel drops stuff i'm like just like mefesto confirmed like i did it every freaking movie every i I even did it like when she hulk was uh when they were building up daredevil right and then like there was like a scene where it was like obviously he was gonna bring in like be brought in i'm like oh yeah mefesto confirmed right there he is and that's that's because I remember I don't know if this was the origin, but I remember that really starting when WandaVision yeah. was on. Like every episode, like prior to be like, oh, I swear to God, dude, it's Mephisto. Like I, I got to the point where I posted in the thread about Creed 2 coming out. I'm like, Mephisto's in this one. I swear to God. I swear <laughs> to God. That's it's tough. It would have brought things so much better. I personally liked WandaVision due to like the aesthetics and like, they really paid attention to like the different genres um, and generations like of, of television. And I think that's what I loved about it because like, you know, I actually went to college for art. And so, and I got my degree in it and what I do with my career has nothing to do with it, but that's why I'm here with all this shit. Right. So mm-hmm. um, long story short, I really just liked how like, it was very dry, honestly, but it was just like it's something you could like work on builds and watch at the same time, which I loved. Um, something like, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like some I really enjoyed that show and I had to pay attention. And like it's also like Loki. Oh my god, I love Loki and I rewatched Loki for the first time, right? So I got confused because like, oh I rewatched Loki the second time, and my wife's like, No, you just rewatched Loki. The first time like that's how it works <laughs> like yep and so i rewatched that recently and i was taken away on 
just how well that show was put together and it leaves so many open-ended questions I mean, clearly phase five is about to happen and we're about to see a lot of different things mm. i'm just glad to be out of phase four i think like a lot of people um but yeah that's that's what that's my two cents on all that i like it i agree 100 percent. i don't know kayla probably likes she hold twerking huh that was when i was like i gotta go to yaddy, 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 yaddy. <laughs> <laughs> But She-Hulk was definitely not my favorite. So I agree. I'm also happy that we're we're out. Um, cause I don't know. I just feel like Marvel has, they're tailoring their audience, I think, to a much younger generation. Um, and for me, I just want to see kick-ass stuff. But that's why I started watching The Boys. Um, so I feel like I'm getting a lot that I wanted out of Marvel from that. But yeah. so, But the stuff that they're coming out with, you know, moving forward seems to be pretty cool so i'm I'm excited for that maybe they'll re redeem themselves a little bit yeah and that yeah and that, they kind of seem like that was their message as they decided to go into phase five they wanted to go like quality over quantity because they just got to play i felt like they were putting so much out it was diluting like there wasn't enough like attention being put into every single project and it was just uh, do another project and get it out there you know yeah, I was half-assing everything where they kind of had a storyline. Could have been way better for every single thing if they just took their time. But I know, I understand they want to meet demand, especially now that since they have such a huge following and we have Disney Plus now where we can just sit from the comfort of our own homes. But yeah, yeah, I was kind of ass, not going to lie. Well, yeah. I think they, they had to play it right too because like as a parent, like I get like, I get Hawkeye, I get... Um, the other one, Miss Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I haven't watched uh, any episodes, and it's like I have to like also kind of tone it down. It's like okay, I'm not gonna like have a best experience with these two, these two shows, and that should be okay because it shouldn't be tailored to me. Now, if it ties in more into, which I mean, it's no spoilers now, but you know how like Captain Marvel was actually brought in Miss Marvel at the end. Um, it might tie in the where it's like, oh, I got to watch it to where it makes sense. But right. I, I doubt it, right? But it's, it's one of those things where my kids enjoyed it. And then, like, Ryan, my oldest, was like, hey, this happened in Hawkeye. I'm like, cool. Like, I'm not going to go watch it. Watch it for me and give me the re- give me the spark notes. <laughs> oh, there's a dog. I'm like, cool. I have a dog. Like, <laughs> we leave it at that, right? So right. I think, you know, again, with, like, the next phase – and even then, like the whole plot behind Ant Man three, I'm like kind of against it, but I had to be open ended because there's so many different ways to come out of that. And like, you know, like Scott Lane did this for a certain reason, right? And um, yeah, and I think that's being more fluid because a lot of people were kind of disappointed on on even like Endgame and how it ended. Which fun fact, Shady McCoy tweeted something. That obviously we knew RDJ's contract was up. He was going to be gone. But Shady McCoy, out of all people, ruined it for me on Twitter before Endgame came out. And he was a chief, and I still didn't like him as a chief. And so, <laughs> anyways, that that happened, and that tweet is real. I'm sure it's up somewhere. But, uh, yeah, even then, people weren't too happy about Endgame and its final results. And, like, I was, like, completely fine with it. So, yeah, I think that's when I kind of learned, like, hey, I got to be a grown up and, like, realize 
it's not all about me right <laughs> well, you, yeah you're gonna say you're not thrilled about it or where it's going until mephisto shows up and you're gonna be like oh bro i stand corrected <laughs> i'm so i'm back in i'm right. back in. <laughs> well uh well hey uh man we're uh we're we're getting to our clock point here um this was this was a ton of fun getting to chat with you um we had we had been wanting to do this for a long time like it was awesome we got to catch up with like meet you at dragon con like that was cool and get to interview you and talk to you about that but uh yeah i definitely i uh, definitely feel like we'll be talking again in the future yeah absolutely and like i said it's been uh it's been great to even get to know you guys personally and you guys had, had brought it all together because like even then like i said kayla was uh super personable and kind of leave it off it's like you don't really know how to approach like you do know how to approach people but you know you guys know me as james ryro dipshit like some days like and then, man. Like, yeah well <laughs> it's, I, I just remember like we finally got to meet like me and my group we finally got to meet you know kayla and then before the the big name change and then i just yelled beans like as loud as I could in the middle of like the, they called it the green room at Planet, and that was like the the prep room before you like go on stage for the contest, the cosplay contest. I'm just like beans, and I'm like half dressed. I look awkward as fuck, and like so. <laughs> and then like yeah, even like meeting you guys like together, um, like Dragon Con. I mean, we're just super chill, dehydrated, and. <laughs> You know, not flushed in the face. But yeah, it was great because I think that's what we love about this this space is that we can able to, you know, enable ourselves to like really nerd out and uh, enjoy each other's company. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, that's exactly what our podcast is about too, is for those who can't join or they want to figure out what that experience is all about, they can kind of see it in action and, you know, maybe make it a little bit more comfortable when it comes to either approaching people or being inspired to do something different. Like you were talking about all your methods today of just kind of thinking outside the box. Um, hopefully for all those who listen to this podcast, they're inspired to do the same um, and get outside their comfort zone because obviously it's led to such everyone we've talked to so far, we, we have a great relationship with and we've really enjoyed their time. Um, so yeah, it, it makes meeting each other in person, you know, next time we see you it'll probably just be like, so low key and fun. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I do appreciate you guys to have me on. Cause it's like, man, it was funny is I kind of got shit from it from Dan. And like, I was like, man, all my friends are getting like on this podcast and like, <laughs> <laughs> me up, like, yes, I thought this dude hated me, but which I will say we might have to do an in-person one because I was looking and the Chiefs play in Chicago next season. So let's do it. Let's do gonna, it. Let's do we, it. Yeah, we might have to have a babysitter for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> me and Fish go at it. Hey, first fight. Yeah, so. they're gonna they're gonna dig our bodies out of Lake Michigan a week later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Still locked. Exactly yeah no and you know what though the difference is um because dan was on um the old podcast the fin show podcast and the reason he was on and he's a great guy like i'm not throwing shade at that guy like at all like you cannot say a mean thing about dan period like i think it's great that you're his legal guardian and everything um (laughs) but crocs (laughs) crocs aside like um Straight, he 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 just DM'd me. He's like, "Hey man, can I come on your podcast sometime?" And at the time, I was like, 
you know, new, not in terms of podcasting, in terms of like directing the podcast in this direction. And I was like, Hey, yeah. Cause yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah. And you were like, uh, you were like one of those people who was like on the list. Like the second we like set out to like do nerdy AF, we like right off the bat, like made a list of people we wanted on. And like, you were like 100% on the list, you know, I, I feel kind of crappy that it took us this long to get to it. Um, I think it was just cause of the chiefs thing. I honestly think like, you know, we'd have to like flip a coin between like you and somebody I'm like, Oh, chiefs makes it like, you know, best out of three, you know, <laughs> so I'm so mad. Like, we we got to get James on here. when like, chiefs just get blown out. He's not in the best mood. You know? yeah. like, oh, still riding on the high. And he's just like, fuck, this dude is just going to keep, talking about the chiefs this whole podcast well i thought um originally i thought the best time to do it would be a little over a year from now when the bears beat the chiefs in the super bowl like recorded the next day but i'm like i'm not gonna do that to james i'm not gonna wait and make him wait a whole nother year to come on the podcast so maybe we'll get back to another one then we'll do a, a like a live stream immediately after a post game <laughs> Yeah, and then you laughed about it and then turned off your gaming console because that's the only time you ever see that Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Yeah, the games are so realistic. You can hear the double doink. You can hear it. <laughs> Round sound, 5.1 Dolby, right? right. Point, point. <laughs> Give the, yeah, take the naproxen ahead of time. But uh, yeah, all right, dude, well, we're going to get out of here and uh, we will uh, we'll definitely talk to you again. Yeah, uh, again, appreciate you guys. Um, and again, I uh, won't see you until I see you. But yeah, have a safe trip when you guys go to WonderCon. And because uh, I'm super jealous about that. So I'm excited that you guys get to go out there and see all the uh, things that In-N-Out has to offer. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, just for In-N-Out. Yeah, I'll give the, we'll give the honest review 100%. Perfect. Well, hey, uh, have a good evening and we'll talk to you guys soon. You got it, man. Bye.